Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna. It's another edition of our Transfer Update Show. Hello, happy Friday and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna. It's the transfer show and on this edition we'll be looking at some of the biggest stories uh, transfer related, of course, in regards to Arsenal Football Club. We'll also be taking some of your questions in the live chat and I just want to start off by firstly apologising for the way I'm dressed. But it is fucking baking here in London. Um, 34 degrees when I last looked, it is so, so hot. It's so, so warm. I even thought about doing this outside uh, today rather than in here um, to be a little bit more comfortable. But instead, I've got a fan pointing right at me because there's just too many noises going on outside and I can't trust my son to keep quiet um, throughout the uh, the length of this podcast. So um, I am sweating buckets here in the studio. Fan on me. Fingers crossed we'll get through it. Uh, I'm sure we'll be fine, though. Right. Um, plenty of stuff to discuss once again today, but I want to start off by saying thank you, first of all, to those of you who tuned into the show yesterday. Um, we've done a live stream. It was the record number of people we've ever had watching on a live stream. Um, the video at the moment is on around about seven and a half thousand views. We also gained about 200 subscribers on our YouTube channel off the back of just that one video, which is incredible. We had a ton of likes and I, I before I forget, if you haven't already, make sure you hit the like button on this video as well. If you're listening to us via the audio platforms, please uh, do leave us a review and, uh, you know, the usual stuff by now. Um, right. We're going to kick off by talking about Ainsley Maitland Niles. Now, there have been reports uh, coming out uh, that Arsenal's board have overruled Mikel Arteta after a disagreement uh, in regards to Ainsley Maitland Niles. It's understood that Mikel Arteta. Um, wants to keep the player um he's I, I guess he's been convinced by some of the recent performances that he has put in um but apparently the club have overruled uh Mikel Arteta's decision or at least putting him under immense pressure uh that and saying that the player should be sold now I want to get you guys's um you guys's thoughts on this in the comments and we'll come um over to those as well uh, a little bit later on in the program. So feel free, fill up the chat box with your comments um, and we'll come to those. Don't worry. My take on this is a bit of a is a bit of a torn one. It, does that make sense? It's a, I guess my feelings are mixed on this. Um, and my feelings are mixed because earlier on in the season, when lockdown first begun, when this coronavirus thing first became a, a massive issue and lockdown was first implemented, I did a video, I did a couple of videos actually, where I was reviewing individual Arsenal players' seasons. And Ainsley Maitland-Niles was one of those. And I did a video around whether we should keep him or whether it's time for Arsenal to cash in on him and move him on. And at the time, I felt like moving him on was probably the best option. And the reason for that was we kept hearing about, um, you know, we kept hearing about the fact that he didn't want to play at right back. He was unhappy playing at right wing back. He wanted to play in the middle of the in the middle of the park and that wasn't happening and therefore he was unhappy and he wanted out we kept hearing that stuff um then we heard not so long ago as well that actually 
he'd made his mind up and that the, the the words were used by the athletic and i remember the article the words were the writing is on the wall for ainsley maitland niles he knows that he has to go if he wants to get regular first team football and following that he's been called upon in some really really important games um and he's been playing in that sort of wing back role again the wing back roles that you know we've heard that he doesn't necessarily want to play in um etc He's been put into those positions and he's performed really, really, really well. Really well. He's been part of um, a side that has defended impeccably, a side that has gotten some really, really impressive results against teams that we had no right to beat. And it appears that he's changed Mikel Arteta's mind about him. Is Ainsley Maitland-Niles a useful squad player? In my opinion, he absolutely is because of his versatility. He can play at wing back. He can play in the midfield if you want him to. He can play wide right. He can play wide left probably as well. So that versatility will be key. Does But I guess I've always said this about Ainsley Maitland-Niles. He's caught in that difficult position, isn't he, between being very good in one position and nailing down his place in that position and just being a utility man. And you can often get lost when you're a utility man because managers see you as literally that, the person that comes in and plugs whatever holes in the team, but they don't actually associate you with one particular position. And this is the problem that Ainsley Maitland-Niles seems to be having at the moment. He's called upon when we need him. He's called upon when it suits particular games, for example, the FA Cup semi-final with Manchester City, when it suited Arsenal to play somebody right-footed at left wing back, Ainsley Maitland-Niles was your man. But is he deemed good enough to play in that position every week? I don't know. I think Mikel Arteta used him in the FA Cup. It worked and he stuck with it um, sort of in the final. But it all depends, doesn't it, on how he sees sort of his future at the club. And I'm sure there'll be conversations going on between Mikel Arteta and Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Is Ainsley Maitland-Niles happy to play that role at Arsenal? Does he feel like going elsewhere will be better for him? I don't know. Um, I really don't know. So there's so many factors to consider when discussing this. But the fact that we're hearing the board have overruled Mikel Arteta on this, and I've got to stress, these are just reports Okay, there's no concrete evidence of this or not that we know. Um, but like they say, there's no smoke without fire. Eh? So there must have been some sort of dialogue, perhaps some sort of disagreement over Ainsley Maitland-Niles' future. You never want to see the board taking footballing decisions out of the manager's hands. Um, I certainly never want to see that. But we've also got to accept that the structure we're currently working under is, um, you know, one that, one in which these kind of things are going to occur when you've got directors of football, heads of football operations, whatever Arsenal bloody call them, and you've got head coaches, there will always be an input from those people upstairs, rightly or wrongly, whether you like it or not. It's just one of those things. Um, so, yeah, look, the, the talks of it being a disagreement between the two aren't, it isn't a good thing. Um, it's never a good thing to hear your manager and the, the, those upstairs disagreeing on something. I feel like Mikel Arteta should win the battle in the sense of the team is his responsibility. But you never know. Is selling Ainsley Maitland-Niles going to make the world of difference to our transfer budget? I don't know. It's impossible to gauge how much of a difference that would make. But only when you know that can you make a, a very informed decision on whether it is actually the right thing to do. Um so, yeah, let's let's come to some of you guys' comments on uh, this as well. 
uh t says hello harry um welcome to the uh stream my friend how you doing uh robert sanger says bad to worse what is up with these fucking people referring i guess to the those upstairs who are reportedly trying to overrule Mikel arteta uh, norway guna says uh, it's shockingly hot in norway as well jesus christ uh, tommy o'donoghue really hot here in uh, ireland as well really dead heat yeah pretty much the same here mate it's i'm not gonna say it's unbearable because i like the hot weather but it is tough um at the moment callum ferguson surprise surprise says it's cold here in scotland <laughs> i'm not surprised to hear that mate uh going back to subject because i went sort of off topic there um omar says we have to keep ainsley metanars he's talented and versatile as well uh t says i think arteta should have the final say not the board i completely agree with that uh khan evil 84 on twitter says it clicked too late for him harry in my opinion yeah th there is an a degree of that isn't there there is an argument to say that ainsley maitland has impressed too late and probably at a time where a lot of the transfer plans or at least not the definitive transfer plans but at least arsenal would have had a good idea of what they were hoping to do by the time the fa cup semi and final came along so maybe it has happened um uh, a little bit too late um, and perhaps his arsenal career is uh in danger of uh, finishing as a result of that um adam petit says i'm not sure we're all ready for that vest bro yeah listen mate it is fucking baking and believe me i don't take decisions like coming on a stream like this in a vest lightly um but i had no choice mate i am sweltering and it gives me a chance to show off my muscles there you go um <laughs> right uh what else have we got uh william says Ainsley's a great squad player, but as a young player, I could see why he would want to move away to get more first-team football and establish himself in one position. That is exactly key, William. You don't want to become a master of all trades, but a jack of none. I think that's... No. Sorry. I've got that completely wrong. You don't want to become a jack of all trades, but a master of none. That's the correct phrase. Sorry. Um, bloody hell. Um... Yeah, you don't want to be in that situation. You don't necessarily mind being in that situation if you're coming sort of towards the end of your career. You're just desperate to play. You're sort of um, a fringe player at a club. At Ainsley Maitland-Niles' age, you've got to be aiming higher than that. Totally agree. And I can understand why he may feel um, that moving on would be best. Um, let's see uh, what, what else we've got here. Just scrolling uh, through your comments. Uh, Hendon Guna says, why sell Ainsley Maitland-Niles? We need to offload the dross in the squad first. Um, agreed, there are more pressing needs in terms of the players that we need to get rid of this summer. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, but like I said, if Arsenal feel they can get a decent amount of money for Ainsley Maitland-Niles and it's going to help us do a deal that Mikel Arteta feels or the club feels is important, then you can understand why they're considering it. Let's have it right. Ainsley Maitland-Niles has impressed in stages throughout his Arsenal career, but he's never really been that consistent. I think most people will agree with that. Um, yeah, let's let's continue taking some of your live comments. Um, guys, if you haven't already, make sure you smash that like button. Around about 100 of you tuned in with us live at the moment. So uh, I'm expecting a, a fair few likes on the video as well. It is really, really important, guys. So please, please do so. Um, Graham on Ainsley Maitland-Niles, he says, Ainsley Maitland-Niles looks a useful squad player to me. His attitude is the worry. Far too often he looks 
as if he doesn't care, but there is raw talent there. Agree with that. Although, in his defence, I think the attitude thing has improved lately um, by the fact that he's been willing to go in and do certain jobs um, and done them effectively. And I think that's a testament to Mikel Arteta and the culture um, he has um, sort of put into the club. Uh, Big Gunner D says, this is recycled old news. I'm sure they were saying this when Ainsley Maitland-Niles was frozen out the team. I'm not sure they've been saying that the board have overridden um, Mikel Arteta's decision to keep him. So that's a fairly new report. Um, yeah, there's been reports of him leaving. There's been reports of him saying that he wants to play elsewhere. But this is a fairly recent sort of development. Um, what else have we got here? William Gustafsson says, if we play a 4-3-3 in the future, I don't think he would fit in the system. Agreed. Um, Tom Wright says it would be a big, big mistake if he goes. He should be starting next season. Ainsley Maitland-Niles should be our starting right back. Interesting. Um, it's look for me, it, it, it's you can't keep Cedric, you can't keep Bellerin, and you can't keep Ainsley Maitland Niles all at the same time. You can't give them all enough game time. So, you either say to Ainsley Maitland Niles, you're going to be a utility man and you're going to play in various different positions, or you move him on, um, or you move one of the others on. And given that we've just signed Cedric on a four year contract, and Hector Bellerin appears to be uh, a mainstay in this Arsenal squad. I don't think that's going to happen. So I think he is probably the most likely one um, who is going to depart the Emirates Stadium, if indeed uh, one of them does. Um, let's see what else we've got. Inter Yanan, uh, he says, Arteta is a clown, in my opinion. He left Ainsley Maitland-Niles out for months and now it's biting him back on the arse. Not sure I agree with that. Um, I think Mikel Arteta has done a fantastic job. Um, and I think he's he's used players at the right time. He's kept competition tough in and amongst the group. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm not sure I, I particularly um, subscribe to that point of view. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, L3T4RD says, I wonder what their players are, uh, what their plans are, sorry, if they're looking to shift out Ainsley Maitland-Niles. I don't think there will be a plan to bring in someone else in that position necessarily, mate. I do think it could be used or the money could be used as a make weight um, for another deal. I think that is a real possibility. Um, so, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if it does help get some of the other deals that we're supposed to be trying to do over the line. Um, guys, just looking at the video, we need to hit 50 likes. So if you haven't already, there's over 130 of you watching us live at the moment. Please, please do hit that like button. It's so, so important. Um, it means the world to us in terms of pushing the video up the rankings. So uh, please do hit that like button um, if you haven't done so already. Um, Shavagia says, love from Nepal. How you doing, mate? Welcome to the stream. Uh, looks like you're a Manchester United fan. Nonetheless, thanks for tuning in and joining us. Um, what else have we got? Red Gilly says, maybe he has to go to enable Partey to come in talking about um, AZ Maitland-Niles and the fact that perhaps Arsenal feel that they need to to shift out players in order to get the Thomas Partey deal over the line. And this is where we have to be understanding as fans, isn't it? Because if it did mean that we would raise the extra required funds to bring in Thomas Partey, then it would absolutely make sense to sell AZ Maitland-Niles this summer. So it's all... like. 
you know, the, I, I said it at the beginning. I don't like the 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 idea and the concept of the board overruling the head coach when it comes to footballing decisions. I've never been comfortable with that. Equally, I think it's good and healthy to have challenge. Um, when Arsene Wenger was in charge, we know there wasn't challenge. Um, we know he had free reign on those sort of decisions. And I think that was unhealthy. But there's got to be a bit of uh, a give and take here. There's got to be a bit of understanding. And I'm sure when push comes to shove, even if Mikel Arteta has been really, really impressed by what Ainsley Maitland-Niles has provided or produced for his team in recent times, if it means that this deal would allow Thomas Partey to come in, I absolutely uh, believe that Mikel Arteta will... Um, will uh, Well, yeah. Um, we'll be open to, to, to selling him. Um, what else have we got here? Ray in the comments tells me we've hit 51 likes. Thank you very much, my friend. Um, keep keep pushing them up. Let's go as far as we can in terms of likes this evening. Much appreciated. Um, da -da -da. Uh, Brad S, big shout out to you. He says, just subscribed and liked. Loving the work would only sell Ainsley Maitland-Niles to get party. Welcome to the channel, mate. Thank you so much. Um, Albizi says, uh, why are we obsessed with party? He's probably using us for a new contract. Look, I, I mean, maybe he's not going to end up at Arsenal. But I understand and a lot of the sort of well-connected journalists in and around Arsenal Football Club and, and some of them with whom I work um, on a daily basis are very convinced of Arsenal's interest. They're very convinced that Arsenal's interest in Thomas Partey is at the very least a genuine one. Whether a deal will be able to be thrashed out between the two parties or not remains to be seen. But the, gen the interest is genuine. It really, really is. Um, Dave Atkinson on the Ainsley Maitland-Niles thing. He says he's best a squad player at the moment. Could he become a first-team player? Yes, in a couple of years, but does he want to wait that long? That is the big question, isn't it? Is Ainsley Maitland-Niles happy um, to be a squad player? If he's not, then he may well want the move, in which case, if he wants the move and the board want the move, then I guess Mikel Arteta's um, sort of view and uh, opposite stance, as we're led to believe, becomes a little bit irrelevant, doesn't it? So, yeah, you know, it, there's so, as I've said throughout this, this stream, there are a number of factors that have to be taken uh, into account with this. Um, what else have we got? Right, we're going to talk about Lucas Torreira because we've got a comment coming through about Torreira as well. And um, he is somebody that I wanted to provide you guys with a bit of an update on. Um, as you guys know, I'm a massive Serie A fan. Um, we have the Simply Serie A podcast, which is going to be returning uh, at the start of next season. So uh, stay tuned and keep an eye out for that. Um, it's understood that AC Milan, who have been credited with an interest in Lucas Torreira for quite a while now, um, are very interested this summer. They've watched um, Lucas Torreira sort of not get into the Arsenal team since he's returned from injury. They've watched that partnership between Danny Ceballos and Granit Xhaka develop. And they are very much alert um, to Lucas Torreira's situation. They are keeping a close eye on it. Um, they will make their move if they get a sniff that he could be for sale. And given that he's fallen out of favour, given the fact that we know Arsenal are working very hard behind the scenes to try and do a deal that will keep Danny Ceballos at the Emirates Stadium, there is a very strong chance 
um, that AC Milan will table a formal bid for Lucas Torreira during this transfer window. AC Milan are looking to rebuild. Stefano Pioli um, is the man in the hot seat at the San Siro at the minute. And it's understood that he is a huge admirer of Lucas Torreira. And uh, there is an opportunity, if they sniff an opportunity, sorry, uh, during this transfer window, AC Milan will table a bid and they will test Arsenal's resolve. Ron Wolf, IDH, he says, why not sell Torreira and buy Partey with that money? First of all, I'm not sure that Lucas Torreira would command the kind of transfer fee that Atletico Madrid are looking for in order to release Thomas Partey. Atletico Madrid, we've said it time and time again, they're looking for uh, his release clause to be met, which is understood to be 50 million euros, around 45 million pounds. Lucas Torreira, I'm not sure, given the way his Arsenal career has gone so far, is worth that at this moment in time. I know we paid about 35 million to bring him in when we did, um, but I would anticipate that given sort of the injury problems he's had, the fact he's been in and out of, out of the side and the recent global pandemic, um, that that value has probably dropped a little bit. And if we were to get the 35 million that we paid for him, I think that would be a very, very good deal. Um, in terms of Lucas Torreira, there have been rumblings from his camp for a while about the fact that he's considering a return to Italy, not necessarily happy with London life, um, in which case it could be a case where Lucas Torreira forces a move. And I, I'm not saying forces is in, refuses to train, throws his toys out of the pram. But there will be noises from Lucas Torreira's camp, I'd imagine, if his situation uh, at Arsenal in terms of the game time that he's getting does not change. And remember, the season starts on uh, the 12th of September. But of course, the transfer window closes on the 5th of October. So Lucas Torreira will have time to do a pre-season with Arsenal um, to understand maybe a little bit more about Mikel Arteta's intentions for him. And then he can make an informed decision on whether Arsenal is the place for him. Um, let's see what else we've got in terms um, of your live comments. Lots and lots about um, Ainsley Maitland-Niles still. Barry Sacconi says, gutted to hear Ainsley Maitland-Niles may be sold, especially after his performances of late. Um, what else? I just saw one. Here's one. 95 Winston, he says, how much are we talking about for Ainsley Maitland-Niles, Harry? We've not really had a figure quoted. Um, and as I say, these are just reports. And the reports come from the Telegraph, who have been pretty spot on about Arsenal stuff of late. Um, they've got some really, really good reporters over there. So, you know, they, they have broken this story about the board overall in Mikel Arteta, but they've not specified a specific number. If I had to guess what Arsenal would be commanding for Ainsley Maitland-Niles. I think it would be, um, particularly if it's to another Premier League club, in the region of around about £15 million. That is what I would expect Ainsley Maitland-Niles to go for. I can imagine you all frantically typing in the comments, telling me, no, no, we want more than that. That is what I believe Ainsley Maitland-Niles is worth in this current market. Um, and I, I do think a Premier League club if they do see Ainsley Maitland-Niles as somebody who can enhance their squad, would be willing to pay that sum of money. So £15 million is around about what I'd expect Arsenal to receive if they're going to part ways with Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Nimsy Lot says, happy Friday, hi day. Um, happy Friday, hot day here in London. It is baking, absolutely fucking roasting here. Um... What else have we got here? Guys, uh, don't forget to smash that like button if you haven't already before I continue to take some more of your comments and questions. If you haven't already, subscribe to the channel. 
please, please do so. Subscribe to the podcast if you prefer to listen via the audio platforms. You can find us there as well. And don't forget, you can become a patron by heading over to patreon.com forward slash the Chronicles of Aguna. You can sign up, receive access to exclusive content, get a free gift after your third month as a member and receive priority on our weekly phone-in shows. We'll be bringing you one of those early next week as well. Stay tuned to our Twitter feed at Chronicles underscore AFC for more information on the upcoming edition of that. Alex McCarthy, he says, this drives me insane. Of all the players we should be moving on, Bellerin, Mustafi, Socrates, Holding, Kalasinac, Genduzi, Nelson, Ozil, we always seem to move on or sell the wrong players. Interesting. I'm taking that from that, Alex, that you're you're keen to see Ainsley Maitland-Niles remain an Arsenal player. Um, let's see what else we've got here. Um, before I come back to the comments, I'll give you guys a few more minutes to get some more questions in there um, and various other bits and pieces. Let's uh, let's talk about the latest on Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Now, we, we put out a video yesterday. We were talking about the fact that um, murmurs and noises were coming out, uh, suggesting that Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang had agreed a new deal with the club. Understanding of this today is that Ainsley, oh, and he almost said Ainsley Maitland-Niles, is that Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has verbally um, agreed a new contract with Arsenal. The deal is yet to be signed and we have not heard anything further than that. But the noises coming out of the club suggest that real progress has been made this week and with a verbal agreement in place, um, his signing of the contract uh, is imminent. We expect it to happen very, very soon. Uh, right, let's go uh, back to some of your comments. Um, da, 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 da. Let's see what else we've got. Um, lots of you talking about Lucas Torreira. Uh, Joseph says Torreira has been rubbish lately. Um, what else have we got? Uh, Big Gunner D says Torreira just hasn't worked for us. He's too lightweight and not tactically aware for Arteta's system. Um Dave Atkinson asks, if we can get 50 million for Torreira and Ainsley Maitland-Niles and we can buy Partey, would you be happy with that? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Um, I think you've also got to take into account that we, we you know, we, we're hoping to keep Danny Ceballos. Um, we probably, if we brought Partey and that still only leaves us really with three midfielders that are suitable um, at this moment in time. I know Arteta's keen. Well, I'm not going to say Arteta's keen, but I know he's got Joe Willock there, who's another option. Um you know, so I think it may leave us a little bit short in terms of numbers if we sold them both, given that they're both players who are capable of covering in the midfield, then we'd only be um, left with one of those. And it seems that Mesut Ozil isn't coming back into the fray anytime soon. But yeah, 50 million, I think, is, is a sensible amount of money for those two players. And I would take that all day long. Um, what else have we got? Continu people continuing to talk about the Torreira-Niles thing. Uh, Burkamp says, tell, sell Torreira, not Niles. Um, I'm assuming you believe that Niles is a bit more useful given his versatility, which is a, you know, it's a, it's an opinion that, um, I totally respect, totally respect. Um, final question from Zod Sinclair. He says, is, uh, is there any possibility of Ozil moving to the, to the MLS this summer? I don't think so, my friend. Um, I know a lot of people would like to see the back of Mesut Ozil. I know a lot of people would like to see um, Arsenal sort of get him off the wage bill because it is having an impact 
on what we can do elsewhere. I've seen some people blaming him for the redundancies. That's not the fucking case. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, um, no, I, I don't think he'll be going. I, I, I really don't. Um, just finally, just going to touch on this. Sebi, he says, how can I be part of your show, mate? I've asked so many times and no reply. That is not true, my friend. You've DM'd me on Twitter, to which I've replied. I told you initially to DM me on Twitter. Um, and I responded to you. I sent you a link of how you can join us on the fans show. Um, and you didn't reply. So um, I, I'm not ignoring you, my friend. Check your Twitter DMs. I have replied to you. Um, in fact, I'm going to find the reply right now and I'll tell you exactly what was said. Um, definitely reply to you. You asked about getting on the fans show during the last episode. Um, and I definitely responded. Uh, so, yeah, um, apologies if you haven't received that. But please do check your DMs. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, Matt Beaumont says, love your content, Harry. Keep it up. Thank you so much, mate. Really, really appreciate it. Um, and I was going to jump off, but I'll just address this one uh, quickly. Paratos says, why are some reports saying Lacazette is on the market? I'll come back to what I said yesterday. Um, I, I don't think that Arsenal are actively looking to sell Alexander Lacazette this summer. I really don't. I think that we're entering that kind of territory with Alexander Lacazette where we're in a position where we go, he's got two years left on his contract. We either give him a new one or we look to start the process of moving him on. And this sort of hierarchy have been very clear about their intentions not to allow players to run down their contract. And this is one of the the, the cases where we're going to see if they actually are going to put their, their money where their mouth is and actually follow through with their word. Because next season will be his penultimate one in terms of his contract. And then it will be interesting to see how Arsenal deal with that. If a massive bid comes across the table, would you let him go? I don't know. Um, if Aubameyang stays, there's an argument that Lacazette is replaceable. But as uh, Dan DeLuca made the point on our recent edition of the Social Club, it was a really good point, I think, as well. He said that sometimes you keep players because they complement the other players that you've got. And he certainly does complement uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang in the sense of he takes defenders away. He's willing to drop into those deep positions and create space in behind for Aubameyang to run onto. So um, on that basis... Um, you know, I, I don't see a reason for Arsenal to sell. But given what we've said, given about the state of the club's finances at the moment, if a massive bid was to come across the table, I couldn't completely rule Arsenal out of accepting that. I don't think you can. I don't think that would be sensible. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of my take on that. Right. That brings us to the end of another live edition of the Transfer Update Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Big hello to everyone in the live chat. Thank you for your interaction throughout. If you haven't hit the like button already, um, please, please do so. Um, it would mean the world to us. We've not hit 100 yet, um, but we'd love to get there. Um, so in three, two, one, everybody hit that like button. Let's, and I'll take a quick look before we... Uh, log off the stream over 160 of you tuned in with us at the moment which is phenomenal thank you so much for your continued support and uh, this podcast will be available in audio format very shortly for those of you who uh, prefer to listen while you're doing something while you're going for a run while you're going for a jog in your cars whatever uh big thank you to all of you once again for the final time hope you have a wonderful weekend there will be no shows on saturday or sunday but we'll be back um, well, unless any major news breaks. So we'll be back on Monday with more. Until then, take care. Ciao.